One of my most favorite things about being here on planet Earth is that we're not alone. It's not like we were sent down here and said, okay, go down there, go down to that crazy place and go fend for yourself. And we're just going to watch from above laughing at you while you make your way through this sometimes chaotic world. Oh, don't worry. You're going to get hurt. You're going to have emotional pain. You might even have physical pain. You might get betrayed. Yeah, think people are going to do bad things to you. And you're going to have a lot of fear. But go ahead. Go do it by yourself. The coolest thing, you guys, is that we're not alone. We're not alone. Even to people who are atheists. I have had a lot of hair clients. Not a lot. A few hair clients that were atheists. And I would ask them. I said, well, do you believe in energy? Do you believe in universe? Do you believe in, and I'd ask them these questions, they'd say yes to all of them. What they really didn't believe in was a God, what their mind, their definition of a God was. But they did believe in this energy. So honestly, it's, it's hard. I'm hard pressed to run across somebody who does not believe there is some sort of energy that runs in and through all things. The force, if you will, source energy, universal energy, the quantum field, divinity, whatever you want to call it. I'm comfortable with the word God. Some people are not. So I will use God and universe intermittently throughout this episode. Sometimes I'll even use the word source. But here's the gig. We're not alone. And this energy is with us 24-7-365. When I was going through my tsunami, most of you know what that is by now. It's a very difficult time in my life. I was the most anxious I've ever been in my life. I lost a bunch of weight. I got super skinny. I was nervous all the time. I couldn't think straight. I could hardly even make a sentence sound clear. Everything was a mess in my life. And I remember just shaking every day and, and not knowing where to go because things were happening around me. It was like, it was literally like the world, everything I knew that made me stable and feel secure was just crumbling around me. And I had three innocent little faces looking at me like, what are we going to do, mama? And they didn't say that, but that's, that's how I felt. It was like, it was all on me and I was so scared. And there was one time when I just kind of went, kind of like a dog does when they hear a funny sound, they kind of turn their head at you like, what? I was like, wait a minute. And I remembered God as silly as that sounds, because I've always believed in a higher power. I've always talked to a higher power. God was my best friend growing up when I was alone. It was, God was the person I talked to when I was playing by myself. However, in that most upheaval, chaotic time of my life, life, I had forgotten God. So when I remembered God, I said, okay, there is this power. I'm not alone. I remember thinking, I'm not alone. I don't have to do this by myself. Now, the reason why I thought I was alone was because nobody really understood what I was going through. People knew it from the surface level. They could objectively look in, but they hadn't walked in my shoes. They really didn't get it. They didn't know exactly what I needed, and they didn't have my answers. They did not have my next best steps because they weren't me, and they weren't in my particular story. So I decided to lean on God in a way that I had never had before, and I began to pray and meditate every single day. It actually started out with, meditation because I just needed to stop my pounding heart and try to get rid of this anxiety because like I said I was a hot mess I couldn't even think but what happened was is I started to get very calm and then I started to ask God for things help me guide me show me 
What's my next best step? Where do I go from here? What should I do with this? And the answers started appearing. Now, oftentimes we think God's answer should come to us in a certain way. We throw our ego spin. It's really our control, you guys. We, like, we want it like this. This is what we want. But God, who is the all-knowing, who is in everything, and sometimes I refer to God, source, energy, universe, as the biggest, hugest, most complex macro computer with everybody's information in it, even things that we don't share with each other. That's how big and vast and crazy miraculous this force is. And it's often difficult for us to wrap our brains around what that really means because we tend to humanize things. We humanize our pets, we humanize our cars, we humanize God. We try to humanize things. Well, this is God is not human. Source energy, the quantum field is not human. And it is infinite and far more, I don't know if complex would be the right word, and greater that we can, our little pea brain could even possibly ever wrap its head around. So when we ask for help, it's going to come in a way that is perfect for us, in a way that we can't even imagine. And this help doesn't always, it doesn't come from an angel landing right in front of us. It comes through all things. It comes through books. It comes through the words of friends and mentors. It comes from billboard signs. It comes from repeatedly hearing a song. Now, this is very interesting. When I was going through my second divorce, it was not clean and easy. My first divorce, we divided everything up. We decided how the house was going to work, and we split it all up. We went to the divorce store. We paid $400. We remained friends. We went on vacations together and had holidays together. Clean, clear, easy. My kids always said they never felt like they were from a divorced family. The second divorce didn't go that way. There was a lot more wrapped up in that for him. He had, in my opinion, my opinion, there was more control happening there. He didn't want to give up much. And so there was a song that I kept hearing at that time that really kind of reminded me of this situation, and that's Viva La Vida by Coldplay. And I would hear it at the most interesting times, like times when... It just fit. And so as I was going through the proceedings, the, actually the second time around when I was back in court with him over some issues and I had a new attorney and she would ask me questions, well, what do you want to do, A, B, or C? And I said, let me think about it. I think I want to go with A, but just give me a minute. And I, hand to God, sometime if it was the right thing for me, I would hear Viva La Vida. Now, here's the interesting part, you guys. This was not on my playlist. This I played a lot of CDs back then. I would hear it in other places. I would hear it in the at the gas station getting gas. Or I would hear it in a, a car next to me. Or it would come on the TV. Or somebody else would be playing it somewhere else. Even though I love that song, it wasn't because it was on my repeat. It is on my playlist. I love that song. But it wasn't because I was playing my playlist. Does that make sense? It was just those times when I was like, yeah, can't deny that. Can't deny that. And each time I would go back to my attorney and I would say, well, I heard Viva La Vida today, so we're going to go with this. And she didn't even question me, not once. That's the funniest thing. She was like, okay. 
she trusted my intuition for some strange reason. She was probably super intuitive too. And so she got me maybe, I don't know. But I said it probably five or six times during this whole thing, the second time around. And every single time it worked out for our favor. Not only that, there was some stories. I wish I could take the time to share this with you guys. Maybe I will in another episode because it's such, it's a kind of a complicated story, but it's so profound. I mean, it is like blow your hair back, jaw dropping down. You got to be kidding me kind of profound story. The guidance that I was receiving during this time, the second time around in court with my second ex-husband. And I was just so perfectly guided. I mean, things fell into place as, as if stair steps. It was like first step, second step, next step, next step. So I just want to invite you guys, if you are not paying attention to the signs that are coming your way, that you know they're out there. You know you are worthy of getting these signs. You know that God does speak to us at all times, especially when we're in really super despair and we really need guidance like N-O-W now, right the freak now. We're going to get that guidance, but we have to clear a landing strip for that guidance by clearing our mind and becoming open, letting things be what they be. Because if we are too wrapped up in our heads and our body is showing the signs of stress, pounding heart, ringing in our ears, breathlessness, our chest hurts, we all those horrible things that we can do. If we are not in a place of being, we might miss it. We may not be receptive to our guidance. And then we're left again to our own devices, to our own control, and to our own how. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I try to control things, I can mess it up. So I've learned over the years to really open my heart and to listen to God. And sometimes it's easier than other times. It depends what I have going on. And it depends if I've been in practice. Because sometimes things are going so good that I fall out of practice of clearing my head and heart and allowing God to guide me. And then things start falling apart. And then I got to get back into practice again. But the one thing I know for sure is that we will never be abandoned by God. It just may not come in the way we think. Pay attention to your signs. Are you getting guidance? Are you following that guidance? Or are you allowing your ego to overrule that guidance? I read once in, I think it was Return to Love by Marianne Williamson, which is one of my most sacred spiritual books. And she said, oh no, maybe it was Eckhart Tolle. I don't know. Okay, one of those amazing teachers had said in one of their books, said, we're often willing to hand over the small things to God, like help me find a new pair of shoes, but we're unwilling to hand over the bigger things to God. Because in our mind, A, we think we need to control. Well, this is too big. I can't give this away. I got to control this. Or two, we feel like it's too big and maybe that God can't handle it. Yeah, that even sounds funny saying that, right? Oh, God can't handle that. <laughs> but we know that God can. Again, macro, computer, blow your hair back. We can't even wrap our brain around type of intelligence. Universal. Think about that. That's infinite. Universal intelligent, the quantum field, the dynamic that we can't even wrap our head around can handle everything, anything that we bring its way. One last point I want to make 
is that sometimes we don't receive our request or our answer in one fell swoop. It's not going to happen in one big plop in our front yard, if you know what I mean. It often is delivered to us in the next best step. It's not the whole package. And here's why. Because sometimes we have a request of something that we want, but we are not yet in the position of receiving it. That could mean a lot of things, you guys. That could mean we don't feel worthy of it, or maybe we really couldn't handle that. Maybe there's some evolution that needs to take place within us, some journeying, some growing, some stretching that will make put us in position to receive this thing. So sometimes we need lessons along the way. And those lessons could come in any way. It could come from learning wisdom from somebody else. It could come from experiences. I know sometimes that I needed to have some experiences in the contrast, the opposite of what I wanted in order for me to grow. I needed to have a desire to want to know something else, to learn a different way to expand myself in that area. So the experience was what I got from God. Sometimes the answer came clean and clear like a billboard on the side of the road or a bumper sticker on the back of someone's car or waking up in the morning still in that kind of twilight sleep where you're you're kind of conscious but you haven't opened your eyes yet and you're not in your thinking mode yet. Wow, I've gotten a lot of guidance in that space. And here's something that I had to learn. I had to learn to identify with the feeling of capital T truth, universal truth, divine guidance when it happened, when it came my way. And I know what you guys know. You know that ringing true in your heart or your soul or your gut. A lot of people call it gut. I don't feel things in my gut. I feel everything in my heart center. So I will have a ringing true in my heart. For you, it might be your gut. And when that rings true, I am attuned now to recognizing what that feels like. And as soon as I feel that ringing true, or this is what I need, or that's a great idea, or that makes sense, or yes, this is the next logical step, even if it's just a baby step, I move in the direction of whatever my guidance is. Because it's never, and I can say this never, they say never say never, oh, I can say never now. Never been wrong when it is God's guidance. Not once. It has only felt wrong when I wanted something to be true, but it wasn't actually universal truth. So here's what happens. Let's say something comes along and I feel this feeling and I think this might be it, but I'm not really sure. Ask again. Ask God again. I think you're leading me this direction, but I'm not really sure. Can you make it a little louder this time? Can you make it a little bit more obvious or show me again? what I need to do or show me in a different way that I can understand more clearly. I remember during my whole tsunami period when I was really wrapped up in, in something that was going on and I was very much in the controlling mindset of it and I just wanted to control this situation so badly and I was, yeah, it was not, it was not fun. And, and I was so upset about this situation. I remember saying one time to God, I don't think I even said it once, I said it probably three or four times, I said, Please give me an answer. Please help me this and make it really freaking obvious. 
you got to plaster this in front of my face. Hit me in the head with it because I am so clouded with control and fear right now. I don't want to miss it, but I know you're going to give it to me. And guess what would happen? It would be such an obvious sign, but it would also come at a moment that I was the most quiet in my mind. So maybe falling asleep before bed, it might come in a dream. It might come waking up in the middle of the night in that three to four o'clock magic hour that we have, a.m. Or first thing in the morning, or maybe during a shower, or when I'm driving, those times when I really wasn't super inundated with fearful thoughts, it would come. So not only did I get the message loud and clear, but it would God also put it in a time, a space, that I would be more apt to hear it. Isn't that absolutely fascinating? It blows my mind how much God, source, universe, quantum field, whatever you want to call it, is here for us. We are not alone. And with that being said, October 12th, 2020, some five, six days from now, is going to be the start date of the Self-Love to Soulmate Masterclass. Boost your vibe to attract a perfect for you guys. Say goodbye to partners that don't treat you well, users, abusers, jerks, narcissists, cheaters, and say hello to quality men. This is all about healing the foundation that you show up to relationships so that you can attract and create a reciprocally loving relationship. You can get all the details at kristenbrown.org forward slash soulmate. If you are feeling guided to join this group, enroll, trust your guidance. And if you're not, that's okay too. But that little nudge in the right direction, that little ringing true in your soul, this could be the guidance you have been waiting for. I'm super excited to start this class and I really hope you'll join us. Until next time, everybody, remember you matter.